Yo, 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 Wagwizzy, it's Esther the U here, back again with another episode of the Pace and Power Hour. Now, unfortunately, this week, well, fortunately for some, fortunately for us, me and Abe, Taddy is not here this week. Uh, that's, that's a bit unfortunate, but he's got a valid excuse. He's seen one of his friends from Japan, they came all the way down to see him, so we'll let him off, we'll let him off. But me and Abe, while Taddy's been away, me and Abe's been exploring the scenery in Glasgow. We went to went to a concert, actually. Abe, walk us through yes, what sir. happened. Well, we went to go see Pierre Bourne. What a man, what a producer, but what a rapper, actually. A very good rapper. Uh, actually, it's kind of interesting. He's one of the only rappers who's actually very good live with autotune, which I didn't expect. So, yeah, it was good. You know, we went down with Cello and Charles. Those are our friends. I had a good time overall. Um, yeah, Halloween was decent. There's a lot of police in Glasgow, which I just... It was so off-putting to me. I just walked out and it's like feds everywhere. So I was like, okay, great start. But <laughs> feds, yeah, I'm, I don't jump out good. the window. <laughs> it was... Yeah, but it was good, man. It was good. It was a good time. How do you enjoy uh, the experience? Yeah, Mika? Nah, nah. Pierre was cool. Pierre was cool. And honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to brag that we're famous or anything, but we got recognised out there. That's we got recognised. One of my true. friends came up to Ava and was like, yo, I know your voice. From the Pace and Power Hour podcast, I was like, that's you know like, what? Hey, that's we're like international. Happened. That's happened to like three occasions now. It happened at work as well. Like I was literally like, if those ah, do this, yeah. I don't have ops. Like I work at Greg's, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I work at Greg's, right? Let's not, let's not gas each other too much, yeah. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so I work at Greg's, and like, um, obviously, this guy went ask for like a sausage roll or some crap, yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, like here, like are you on the Pace and Power Hour? It's like. It's like, yes, how do you know? It's like, I recognise your voice. I was like, yo, <laughs> that's crazy. So don't worry, we're international, baby. We're international. Yeah, outside, we're out. Hey, yo, we might make a Patreon if you like us. Donate. That's Donate, what I'm saying. Exactly. We're trying, to, we're, trying, we're trying to make up the hood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah. Pierre, Pierre was cool. Pierre was cool. Uh, good, the DJ before it was actually was actually very good. The female DJ and then the hype man. Got got me a bit gas. He started playing Yeet, and I don't know if a lot of you, I don't know a lot of you guys know Yeet, but yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's next one up. Do you know him and Sofago next one up? Yeah, do you know, yeah do you know so crazy about that as well? It's like if you go check like um, Yeet videos, like it's the highest the highest amount of views he's got on a song is Get Busy, which is three mil, and like that female is like spread across like the world, right? But it's so crazy yeah. when he played that Yeet song. Everybody, yeah, come on, yeah. everybody just you know like just got hyped. Just like that's crazy that like he's got good. Yeah, I thought I thought Yeet was niche. I thought like I was the only one that listened to him, but everyone in that in that, in that environment obviously knew it. So that's actually good. Yeah. We all share the same music days and that. Yeah, but yeah, overall, Pierre Pierre was sick, man. I want to go back, but I've got a couple other things lined up. I'm going to Heady One on the twentieth of November, and then Dave next next year managed to cop tickets for that as well. So yeah, hopefully more pace and powered hour trips soon. But yeah, back to football, which is what we're here to talk about. It's been a busy, busy week. A lot of sackings, appointments have happened, uh, Champions League results, all that jazz. But first, we'll speak about Antonio Conte going to Spurs. Hmm, interesting, Abe. What are you telling me, bro? It's quite, it's quite surreal. You know, you're seeing these memes on Twitter saying that my United versus Spurs is going to be the El Sacco, which I found quite funny. Nice play on words. But in reality, like, whoever, like, um, won that game was the real loser because, you know, their manager was getting sacked. And that's what happened, bro. You know, my United beat Tottenham. And look at them now. They've got a ton of Conte. And my United have ended up losing, you know, 2-0 to City. I'm not saying that Conte's going to change things overnight. But, you know, he's an incredible signing for his Spurs as well. You, um, you what I'm saying? And also, I think what people need to realise is that Spurs side isn't bad. It's actually very good. Lo Celso's good, Endobel is good, Son's good, Kane's good. They've got players. 
So hopefully under um not not hopefully, I'm saying hopefully, but you know, under contact you see them thriving. So yeah. It's just incredible that Daniel Levy got it off, honestly. I thought we'd never go to the Spurs. Yeah, I, I same. I thought like because I think they went in for him in the summer. You know when yeah. they were like on a managerial go round, yeah. and Conte just straight up said no. Like you guys aren't gonna give me what I want. And now that he's gone back, Levy's therefore like said something to Conte and be like, yeah, we'll we'll assure you. But it's interesting that it's an eighteen month contract. Yeah. I know Conte doesn't usually stay at clubs for too long, but for a club like Spurs, like do you think you're actually gonna win something in a year and a half? I it's a bit ambitious unless he's backed heavily. Uh, Okay, maybe maybe the way Levy's looking at it is like he understands that Conte is quite like a strict manager and he's all about structures. Maybe they brought him in to be like, you know, help us like you know structure the club again, blah blah blah. But I also don't. But then again, something like Conte is probably wanting to win trophies, so I don't know. You're, you're yeah, probably, yeah. You're probably right. It's it's, it's, it's I mean, super strange. I didn't watch. I didn't watch. I haven't watched any of their games under Conte. I know they played two, one in the Conference League. Actually, wasn't there like two red cards that game and two fans ran onto the pitch or something like that? Something crazy happened yeah, bro, in that it game. Was, bro, it was a hectic. It was hectic for Conte. It really was. It was a hectic yeah. game. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but Spurs managed to get the win. I heard. Yeah, three two. I think yeah, three two. Yeah, and then they played against Everton today, and I think it was a nil nil draw. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Let me just double check that now. Which, which actually, oh, yeah, it was. A, it was a no-no draw today, and I didn't watch it because I was watching Arsenal, obviously. But yeah. Everton did get a red card in the end. I think it was Mason Holgate. But yeah, I'll need to check the highlights on that one. Yeah, yeah, which actually said the best results since like Everton have been like in a a bit of a decline recently. So they could have possibly got the win over Everton, but then again, Conte just you know got the job, so he's just you know mm-hmm. adjusting to life. And, and life speaking life. of decline, Aston Villa lost their fifth game in a row, and that led to Dean Smith getting sacked. I think it was today, Sunday. Yeah, it was today. But they lost on Friday against Southampton, one nil. And yeah, like Aston Villa, people said Grealish carried their club, and I'm not even gonna lie. Like it's kind of looking like it at this rate because like no wins in five, and your manager's but just been sacked. It's kind of it's hard. Like everyone's gassing Villa, gassing Villa. And now look at them. You know what I mean? So, what are your thoughts? It's crazy. Um, I remember when uh, I remember when the transfer window was happening. And you saw them going f- in for it was Axelton Zambi, uh, Axelton Zambi, the one got Buendia, and Leon Bailey. And you think to yourself, well, like Aston Villa, they want to push. They want to like try and take Leicester, Leicester spot. To be fair, I'm saying, bro. So it's kind of surreal seeing this happen. But uh, I guess you're right. Like um, Jack Grealish's impact on the club was much bigger than like people thought. Obviously, like he was a he's an Aston Villa boy. He grew up as an Aston Villa fan, so obviously he had like a connection with the fans. But him on the pitch, like obviously we knew he was a techie player, but it, everything really went through as the um, Jack Grealish attacking wise. So yeah, it's quite crazy. Uh, Dean Smith, people people are surprised, but if you actually look at it, Aston Villa's first season in the Prem, like once they got promoted, was it two seasons ago? They should have been relegated. You remember, like when they just survived relegation. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. And like Roy Keane was like, Roy Keane was crying on Sky Sports, saying, "I'm like, complaining about like how um how they were celebrating not getting relegated, <laughs> relegated." <laughs> so, um, would I say would I say it's a long time coming? Maybe it's the maybe it's the bad use of words, but uh, it's not. It's, it wasn't out of the question that they um that he got sacked. I I don't know who they bring in now. Honestly, God, I don't know who they bring in now. Uh, it'll be interesting. Um. Frank Clampard, I guess, could be, you know, a candidate, but I'm not too sure. What are you saying, Nuka? Um, mate, I'm actually, I do, I do not have a clue. Like, maybe, 
Yeah, ah, mate, don't even ask me this question. I'll need to look at the bookies' odds and then decide which will be the best for Villa. But at this rate, like, yeah, I think it was probably time to go. You can't be on that bad of a run of form. And they didn't even look like it was going to, like, change. Yeah. The style of play wasn't working. Nothing was going through. Since Bailey, I think it was, like, four or five weeks ago, I know Bailey came on, got a goal, got an assist, and then got injured. Since that game, they had, I don't think they've won since so I do understand the sacking but Dean Smith has done a lot for Villa even uh in recent years so yeah and one thing before we move on speaking of Jack Grealish um he posted today like he quote tweeted Villa's like announcement tweet of Dean Smith leaving he quote he quote tweeted it number one no one will ever compare the real goats and I just think that's funny to me because you're working under Pep Guardiola right now and you're calling Dean Smith the real goat obviously it's like sentimental but I just found it funny to include you know what I mean but yeah Jack Grealish not better than Emil Smith rule this season uh, don't worry uh, we'll we'll, we'll go on to that (laughs) (laughs) they know they know they they know what we're here for they know us okay um yeah uh, before we go on to like uh, other Premier League results one more manager got, got the chop this week that's Daniel Fark of Norwich and I found it so hilarious that they finally won their first game of the season against Brentford and the Norwich board just said yes just you're gone yeah. and to be fair they're sitting bottom of the table they're getting relegated anyway so yeah just 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 leave the Prem Max Aris and Todd Cantwell and just pack up bro yeah, pack Please. up bro. They've, they've been getting packed every week every- no cap they, hold, they held seven to Chelsea what was the Liverpool score? Was it not five? Yeah, five. I don't yeah. know. They they got they're getting packed. Or oh, Arsenal could only beat them one 0 but yeah, no, it's, it's just it's just like do it. If you were to like if you have a bad run of games, you just like you need to pick me up. Norwich, that's you know go down yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's easy points. Easy points. <laughs> just, easy. just easy points on the board. Do it even easier. I think when obviously they're going to get relegated this season. Just don't even try win the championship. Just. Just for him. Just stay. Yeah, yeah, just stay. I feel like two seasons. Just like try and build something for us. Nah, just do a Sunderland, please. I'm so tired of Norwich. <laughs> They've actually, since I've started watching football, like properly, like uh, since I've actually been like interested in like other teams in the league and stuff. Norwich have always come up and then just gone straight back down. Like, yeah. I don't think I can remember a time where they've actually stayed up. So, yeah, that's tough still. Timo Puki, I remember that, like, 11-goal season you had. Yeah, it's not happening this year. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, just forget about it. Daniel Fark, I don't really know much about you, but I know your team's trash. Yeah, he, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put it at that. Yeah, uh, what? And, yeah. Oh, do you have anything else to say here? Yeah, no, nah, just pack it up. That's it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Norwich, yeah, just please, just leave. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, the, the England squad has got announced, and somehow Tyrell Mings is still... It's yeah, still there. Yeah, incredible. Actually, actually incredible. Tyrell Mings and, and Conor Cody. Now, I understand that you've brought Conor Cody because he can play the back three. Okay, fair enough, right? Tyrell Mings, get the... You know what I'm saying? Just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Okay, granted... Okay, let's say you don't want to take Ben White. What about Fikari Tomori? That is insane. As I said, Fikari Tomori has been included in this um, English squad. Uh, wait, before before you go on, let me ju- let me actually read the squad out so the people actually know. So, goalkeepers, okay. Sam Johnston of West Brom, Jordan Pickford of Everton, and Ira Ramsdale of Arsenal. I think those yeah. are the best. The best three English goalkeepers right he is, now. Yes, he, he is. There's... Oh, you're saying Ramsdale is the best English goalkeeper Yeah, right Ramsdale is here. Ramsdale is Pickford. You know, on Facts. form, probably, yes, but yeah. I don't want to gas him up because like, the, the mistake that he made today was wild. It was very well. We'll get on to that later. Uh, defenders, Trent Alexander-Arnold, obviously best right back in the world, in my opinion. Ben Chilwell on mad form. The Chelsea fullbacks, I must say, have been yeah. scoring like their strikers. Reese James has four goals in the league. Alonso has two, I think. Ben Chilwell has two or three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I also read this thing. 
I read, I read this thing that Tuchel said, allegedly, I don't know if this is true, but Tuchel said that he wants his fullbacks to be scoring as much as strikers and a striker should be defending like defenders. And I was really thinking to myself, this is prime terrorism ball, you know what I mean? Fam, fam, prime that, terrorism ball. Tuchel, Tuchel sounds like, if you watch anime, he sounds like an anime sensei who's just come up with the wildest statement for you to like win <laughs> battles, bro. That's insane. <laughs> fair play to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ben Chilwell of Chelsea, Conor Coldy of Wolves, Reese James of Chelsea, Harry Maguire of Man United, Tyrone Mings, Aston Villa, Luke Shaw, Man United, John Stones, Man City, Kyle Walker, Man City. Okay, thoughts on this backline? Anyone you would put in, anyone you take out? Just I mean, it's only friendlies. Oh, is it friendlies or is it qualifiers? I think, I think it's qualifiers. I think it's the rest of the qualifiers for the World Cup. Yeah. I think England are all, by, all but qualified already, I think. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. Anyone you take out or put in, just to give it a chance, you know what I mean? Ben, Mark, this is my thing, right? Ben Ben White went with you to the Euros, right? He went with you to the Euros. Like, have you seen the form he's on recently? You act, yeah. like, you act like putting him in there is going to like affect the squad dramatically. It isn't. It isn't. And Tyrone Minks is, is like, okay, it's a, it's, it's a podcast with proper gentlemen. He is not a very good player. I'm not going to lie to you. He's not very good. It, like, he is tall... And I, he still worries me eerily. How does that make sense? It, he has bozo gene. Sense? Do you it, know what I call it? It's bozo gene. <laughs> no, it is. A lot of players... Uh, no, you could be a good player and still have bozo gene. Like, Kempembe is a very good player. But sometimes he has a moment of just... Idi- uh, what's the word? I- idiocy? <laughs> Maybe. Like, a moment of madness. Like, a moment of madness, you know what I mean? Where you're just like, what the hell is this fool doing? Eric Bailly, the same. Oh, very oh. good defender, but, like, he has bozo gene. Fam, you know Eric Bailly's the worst for that. He, he- yeah, he actually kills me. I just get those bicycle kick clearances. Oh, it's so funny. Like misses the ball so many times. But yeah, no, he's a brilliant defender as well. But like, there's something you just can't coach some things. David Luiz, prime example. Good, solid defender. But this guy is the biggest clown when it comes to Bozo Gene. He owns Bozo Gene. You know what I mean? But yeah, Meng's good player. But yeah, Ben White deserves a chance. You know what I mean? He didn't get a chance at the Euros. That's fair enough. Uh, John Stones came up the season of his life. Harry Maguire had the yeah. season of his life. So, yeah, that's perfectly understandable. Kyle Walker's a perfectly good right centre-back as well, you know what I mean? But yeah. Benjamin White, come on, put him in the squad. Mm, yeah. I know we're Arsenal fans. This is this probably sounds so biased. But if you do I watch would, him, like... No, I would If think... you do watch him, he has been better than... I'm not even going to cap. He's been better than Harry Maguire this season. I'm not saying take yeah. up Maguire, but give him a chance, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, 100%. Any other defenders you want in there? Uh, oh, yeah, for Kyle Tomori. Just, just come on. I'm, I'm okay. For Katamori's breakout season, like I, 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 I was like, yeah, this this kid's this. Kid, I wanted to play for Nigeria so badly. This kid's so good. He is so good. I rate for Katamori so highly. Yeah, but yeah, what guy, what player? Okay. Uh, we'll move on to midfielders. Uh, Jude Bellingham, Dortmund. Jordan Henderson, Liverpool. Mason Mount, Chelsea. Calvin Phillips, Leeds. Declan Rice, West Ham, and James Ward-Prowse, okay. Southampton. Okay, so th- this is a problem. All those midfielders there, like. To, like, to swap them out for people, it's it's hard. Like I'm, I won't uh-huh. lie to you. Like these, these, they've all played well. The only thing I would say is, Conor Gallagher may deserve a look in, but because it's because this might be World I Cup, think it's too soon. I think so, bro. This way, this way, look at it. Because I also think it's too soon because it's World Cup qualifiers. So my thing is, when mm. you get to the when you get to like the international breaks where it's friendlies, then these man should be getting a look in. Yeah, should be yeah, 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 yeah. But like obviously, yeah, I don't think. He's ready to displace these people, but you know, Carl Gallagher, if you know, if there was someday we say can fit in there. Uh yeah. The direct brilliant, brilliant brilliant young player. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh what's I gonna say? 
yeah, Mason Mount, you know, he loves his boy. He presses, I guess. Um, Declan Rice, like, people would laugh, but yeah, Declan Rice has he, been probably yeah, the best he, midfielder in the Premier League. Yeah, he actually, he actually, he actually, he actually, I know he's English, but like, you know, if somebody stopped 100 mil, you'd actually have to pay that for Declan Rice. So, like, yeah, no cap. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. actually, he's stupendous. I didn't, yeah. I didn't buy into the hype until this season. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. What a player. Yeah. He's actually not even like a proper CDM anymore. Yeah. Obviously, like, he doesn't sit on the base of the midfield like a Rodri or like a yeah. Fabinho. This guy presses you like wildfire. He's playing passes like Bo- he's Javi. Box he's box well. to box. Yeah, yeah. I think Wait, he's, he's number one. I saw a start today. I can't remember yeah, what I've it was. Got, I, but, I can find it. I can yeah, find it. He's, he's number one for bare things. It's yeah, actually like, crazy. It, interceptions, like blocks. He's actually, got, he's actually got the highest pass success rate in the Premier League, which is incredible. And pass accuracy. Pass accuracy, yeah. My bad. Uh, where's, where's the start? Nah, maybe... Maybe, maybe I've lost it, but uh, yeah, man, Declan Rice. Do you know what I realized? The boy was a baller. It was that. It was that Euros final. Like, ev- like everybody was playing trash. I was like, why is Declan Rice just like doing that? Demi God, what's happening here, bro? It was nah, a good right, one. Rice is cold. Rice, yeah, is cold. Rice is Basmati. Cold. Declan yeah. Basmati Rice. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that's midfielders. On to forwards. Tommy Abraham. Finally, I've been singing this I guy's praises. Hey, tell me. You don't read him. Because nah, I'm so serious. I love these guys. I, if Saka didn't play for it, or someone didn't read it, it's like, you guys really, you guys should be playing for Nigeria. It's actually hurting me. <laughs> oh, because, he, because, he, because he's not, he's not playing yeah, for his whole nah, country. Nah, Tommy, you know what it is. Yeah, Tammy Abraham's cold, man. Tammy Abraham's cold. It's fair nah, play, Tammy man. Abraham, Roma. I want him on Arsenal. Abe laughed at me. You're uh, not laughing no, I, I still... No, I still, you're not laughing now. I still, no, I still, don't, I still don't want to about Arsenal. I won't lie to you. Okay, I, okay, that's fair. Well, yeah. Okay, that's fair. We'll move on We'll move on to the rest of them. So that's Abraham of Roma, Jack Grealish, Man City, Phil Foden, Man City, Harry Kane, Tottenham, Marcus Rashford, Man United, Kyle Saka, Arsenal, and Raheem Sterling, Man City. Anyone missing? <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what you're gonna say. Why did I laugh? I know what you're gonna say. Why? Why did I growl and I laugh, bro? Where is Smithro? Where is this boy? Where is he right now? I'm actually so vexed. Where is Smithro right now? Are you serious? Are you serious? More goals than Sterling. He actually he's got more goals than Folding. More goals than Sterling, Folding, Rashford, and Kane, and Grealish. What's happening? What's happening? He's actually performing better than all of these men. What are you doing? Stop! So I also act like Smith will come from the left and the, uh, and in Cam, bro. He can eat from for hundreds of even played in the eight. Stop! 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 Actually, like on form, on form, he's like top ten. Actually, top five. I'll say right now, top five ten players on form. Okay, that's why I'll be top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. I'll be top ten. The boy, <laughs> nah, the, nah, the boys, the boys been balling, bro. You had to give the boy a call up, bro. At least, at least, at least for Grealish. I don't care. At least for Grealish. At least for Grealish. Get him, pack him up. Pack him up. Pack him up. At least for Grealish. Anyways, it's so funny. He doesn't even like yeah, Grealish. Anyways, exactly. You doesn't play Grealish. You might, I like, you come out to press conferences saying how much you like Smith Rowe. You might as well just take Smith Rowe. Idiot. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's just, true. There's a lot of people though. I've never really got himself. I think he's a terrible manager, and I think England won't win anything under him. So yeah, that's amen. amen. That's it. That's my sentiment. But yes, yeah, Smith Rowe. We'll, we'll go to Smith Rowe later. No, um, but I mean, um, I agree with Smith Rowe. Like, but who's he gonna come in for realistically? Sterling Grealish. Just play. He's, he's on form. He's on form. Yeah, but you can't take out Sterling after. Okay, the Grealish. That he had. Okay, Grealish. 
Even even Rashford, you can even be like, oh yeah, Rashford, you just come back no, from No, not Rashford. Rashford no, would be on this, fire. No, but this way, you, can be, you can literally be like, Rashford, you've just come back from an injury, yeah? Let's relax. You can even say something like that, bro. Like, come on. Just like, do something. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, hear, I hear that, I hear that. I love Smith Rowe as well. I think he should be included, but I don't see where he actually... What's the point of including someone who's not going to play? Because realistically, Southgate won't play. Southgate's an idiot, man. Okay, okay, yeah, Southgate, Southgate, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, yeah. yeah. I'm, so, Gareth Southgate, if you want to interview with me, like, that's okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, Abe I called you an idiot, I, I, I'm here, I'm here, I, don't, I won't I don't call care. you an idiot. I'm, 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 I'm okay with that, sh- with that, with that bridge burning. Okay, uh, that was an England squad, and yeah, that guides us nicely into, sorry about that, the Premier League results this weekend, so... On Friday, Southampton beat Villa. That got Dean Smith sacked. 1-0, Adam Armstrong. Don't know if you saw the goal. Very nice strike from him. And then Saturday, 12.30 kickoff. It was very weird for a 12.30 kickoff. Yeah, exactly. I was annoyed. It was Manchester Derby. I mean, I know we speak about Manchester United every week, but they're, they're, a, they're a very interesting club to me. <laughs> it's very funny. But you know when Liverpool... Oh, sorry. The score was 2-0 Manchester City at Old Trafford, by the way. Um, but yeah, you know when Liverpool beat Man Man United five yeah. nil. Like, I generally think this result was like just as bad. I know it was two nil, but like the way Man United did not touch the ball was just crazy to me. You know, what I mean, like this was a football lesson. The possession was sixty seven percent to thirty three percent to Man City, and United were at home. At home, can we deep that? That's death by a thousand cuts. Do, do, do the funny thing is, um, I'm not sure if you know. I think I think it was a Champions League final. The same thing actually happened under Alex Ferguson, where Pep where Pep Plichy, but Pep Spotchel had a seventy three percent possession against Man United, bro. It just yeah, history they, just repeating they, itself. They couldn't do anything. Like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, like he switched the three back. People like yes, El Tactical. This guy's Conte now. Like <laughs> just come on now, just like the guy, like just put him out of his misery. I know that like Conte's gone now, so obviously you can't get him in. Zidane doesn't want to learn English, so you're kind of just stuck with him. Apparently. Brendan Rodgers has accepted like a verbal agreement to join why? United at the end why? at the end of the season. Why? Yeah, why? Why? Well, what are you doing? I, just just leave these man to suffer. Exactly. And I'm, I love it. I love it so much. Five shots on target to United's one shot on target. I think their one shot on target was from Ronaldo, which got saved by Ederson. I uh, thought that was going in, by the way. And yeah, like everything that we said about United from the start of the season. Well, that I've said about United. Obviously, like I was gassing them up against Newcastle, but after that, I was like, yeah. These man, they're not convincing. You could check my Twitter. Come at me, Luke. Luke, it's there. The proof is in the pudding. You man say like I jump on every result. No, I speak facts. Luke, what's happening to your club? Arsenal relegation threatened. Arsenal are above you. You're finished. And let me just speak something right now. <clears throat> United were so bad, right? They managed two shots on targets from their own players, from their own players in their own net, compared to the one that their striker Ronaldo had. You know what I mean? <laughs> These men were trying to score. These men tried. These men had two shots on target, like from own goal situations, to their one, to their actual one shot on target. You know what I mean? Eric Bailly, you know what I mean? Like you can't really do much to that. Oh my god! It just do, you know, do you know? Do you know? I heard a funny stat from. It's when you match of the day were just trolling, yeah. I watched the match of the day. You know how like when a player scores, they do like a little like um the factoid, right? Yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. Eric Bailly just scored his first goal at Old Trafford. Yo, nah, they, yeah. that's actually tough, you know. That's actually yeah. tough. But yeah, that loss took Man United into fifth in the league. They're on 17 points, four L's. That's kind of tough, 17 points. With yeah. all the superstars in the world, like, 
obviously like City is obviously going to be a hard competition but it's not just the Man City result against Atalanta scraping a draw in the last minute yeah, Villarreal scraping a win in the last minute losing to young boys losing to was it Aston Villa in the league like it's just embarrassing man but um, you know what it is like I actually don't care I'm beyond caring I actually yeah. love it now yeah. and shout special shout to João Cancelo well two assists well if we're counting an own goal as an assist but yeah I count it as an assist because you still played the ball to get it in yeah after getting three assists in midweek in the Champions League went to Old Trafford and got two assists and a man of the match performance and yeah what a player this guy is he's a world class player now I'm I'm, I'm going to put him in the world class bracket yeah. he's up there with Robertson Trent uh, Hakimi well is, is Hakimi even world class I don't know okay, so, is Robertson okay. is Robertson even world class okay, now so what, I don't know. what we're not going to do is just disrespect Hakimi so let's relax no we're not dis- we're not dissing Hakimi Actually, before we move on, my flatmates think Hakimi's better than Trent. I just—he's just not. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Look at what Trent's doing today, Wait, man. Actually, Look at what he did in midweek. Nah, to be fair, do it. I'm—I'm going to go check his defensive stats after, after, okay, after, okay. after, after this podcast. I'm actually going to do okay, that because I need to—I need to have some because um, I love Hakimi. I need something to help back my boy, uh, bro. Yeah, that's do, what did you think of the Manchester derby? Uh, I was working, so like I was going in and out of my break room to go see it, but I did see the um. Bernardo Silva goal and those hilarious about that goal that is like schoolboy defending that they messed up oh on, my god Luke Shaw can, we, can bro, we speak about Luke Shaw yeah, come outside bro this, bro this is my whole thing right sit, if you've played football at a young age right so let's say at 5 years old when you get to like 6, 7, 8 they start telling you this if you're defending so look over your shoulder once or twice it is schoolboy this boy, this boy saw the ball, saw the ball, I didn't know it's been, oh my god, bro, do not, I'm an Arsenal fan, I was vexed, I'm like, bro, just one look over your shoulder, and you just know to clear it, you know to it's clear tough. it, it's bro, um, Maguire as well, missing the ball, but that's not exactly. even Maguire's fault, like, the cross was perfect, and Bernardo, everyone froze when Bernardo, everyone thought it was out, and it just snuck in the hair, yeah, like, you're the, kind, you had the game of your life, but you're kind of at fault for that second no, but goal, this, you know but, I mean? no, but this is my thing, right, it's this my thing. One look over the shoulder and you know, okay. You, you can prevent you, you can prevent pre- the you whole can thing. prevent this, bro. Nah, it was nah, it was it was bad. And again, you said was it sixty seven percent possession? Yeah, sixty seven to thirty. Fam, how are you letting at Pep, home? How are you letting Pep do training t- training sessions at old traffic? You man are just a disgrace, I'll never lie to you. Like No, do you know what it is? Like you got you think I'm exaggerating, but this in the second half, I generally sat and just started I burst out laughing. Because there was an instant where United went to, I'm putting it in inverted commas, press. And City <laughs> just passed. City just like did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And th- I saw Bruno Fernandes just jump up and down. I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, this guy's frustrated as fuck. Like, he, he literally cannot do anything. But that City do that to most teams, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just funny because it piles on the humiliation on uh, Manchester United right now. But moving on, uh, Brentford beat, Brentford lost. To Norwich yeah. at home, two one. Didn't watch that game. Could not care less. Uh, Chelsea and Burnley drew one one. People were saying like this was terrorism versus terrorism. <laughs> like both teams just sit on the edge of the box. I mean that's unfair to Chelsea. I think Chelsea do oh, yeah. kind of Ch- try fans. to get forward. Chelsea fans never compare Hudson Odoi to Saka and Smith Rowe again. Don't even compare. No, Hudson Hudson Odoi is cold. Hudson nah, Odoi, he, he's com- coming. He's coming to the form of his life. I know he missed that he- that that chance in the final few minutes, but. Don't don't compare him to my don't compare him to Smith ever again. If you did if you did that you get punched <laughs> in the streets. It's on site. Don't do that. Right, yeah. Uh, Reese James got an assist. Oh. Kai Havertz finally scored. Yeah. Finally. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't get I was don't, calling this guy generational. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Yeah, well, 
at the time it was acceptable like the form this guy was in for uh, Leverkusen and then he showed flashes last season at Chelsea but this season he's not really giving me any signs yeah. of hope but yeah Chelsea's how, still how, sitting comfortable top of the league I have no idea. It must be like 22 now. Give me a sec. Havertz. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz has got technical abilities, man. He, he, he may not be as No, he's got, he's got technical abilities. Yeah, he's 22. Yeah, he may not be... I think he just might not be as good as people thought he was now, but he, he has the potential. He has the potential to get there. I think yeah. so. Uh, Crystal Palace, everyone's favourite second team, beating Wolves. It really is. It actually Wanderers. really is. Crystal Palace is like... I, no. I, I actually generally... Like, when they do well, I'm okay with it. I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Wolford Zaha scored and your boy Conor Gallagher scored as well. I, okay, I actually, uh, I actually dislike Wolford Zaha. But we'll get to, uh, that's, another, that's for another time. That's for another time. Nah, Zaha's cold, man. No, Zaha. not, no, as a person, bro. <laughs> oh, as a person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's third favorite team, Brighton of Brighton and okay. Hove Albion. Okay, so okay, so it's bright, it's Brighton over Palace. I, just, I love Graham Park. All right, okay, yeah. okay, okay, that's fair. So, so everyone's favorite team, everyone's second favorite team, Brighton, and then third favorite team, Palace. But Palace, yeah. Brighton drew with Newcastle one one, which is kind of embarrassing. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton Newcastle Brighton, are yeah. sitting in nineteenth. Yeah, and have they even won a game? No, Newcastle have not won. They're the only team left in the Premier League that have not won a game. They're sitting on five points in nineteenth with. Norwich Wait, and they haven't won a single game. Yeah, Nor uh, Newcastle have not won a game all season. Yeah. You might, you might, you might celebrate. You might celebrate for no reason. You you're going to the league one. Hey yo, Sunderland till I die part two. Nah, there's no way with that injection of cash. That'd be crazy. Find a way. Yo, I heard Eddie Howe might be taking over, but I'm not too sure. That's so bad. I don't really. I mean, Una Emery kind of just rejected them. That's kind of peak still. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, moving on to today's fixtures. Oh yes, the mighty arse. Yeah, Tell me what's, yeah. pop, what's, pop, what's popping uh, up here, mate? Mate, mate, it's it's coming back. We're in the league. What are you saying? You guys are dumb. Yeah, title. I've been telling people title charge starts today. Today, today, today. We're six points off Chelsea. Who says we're not in the title race? Yeah, I mean, me and Uka are both Arsenal fans. So for like the next six minutes, you might just hear a lot of gawking. But you know, it's worth <laughs> it. It's different. I can't. I, I can't. Like, why? Why will say to Arteta is like we need to applaud him for you know fixing that back for like fixing that back line because now when now when I hear the back line there's there's not worries you know I'm like okay mm -hmm. this is it I'm happy with this um and also we can applaud Eddie because you know all his sign all his signings are looking good actually I think almost all of his signings played today I think Graham still played today um. Um, Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu, Ben White, Tavares, Lukonga. I think is that all signings? I think that's all signings. Yeah, yeah, I think they, so as well. they all played today, and we ended up beating. Um, who was it? Watford, Watford, Watford. Um, Watford one 0 I don't know, but oh, it's just Watford, and they they put up a fight. They were they were very tough in that midfield. You know, a lot of aggression, a lot of a lot of aggression, and um, I'm not sure if you guys know who Deluded Gunnar is, but he went and said it like. What Ran what Ranieri done was he went and realized that his plays are as technically good, you know, as the Arsenal plays. So he went and matched up technical ability with athleticism. And in a sense, it actually worked for some parts of the game. So there's a lot of yellow cards flying everywhere. But it's an mm -hmm. interesting game to watch. Um Emil Smith Rowe. Again, we'll be talking about him later, but what a boy. What a boy. Uh, yeah. Um what I took away from this game is Aubameyang was generally playing against us. You know when you know when um <laughs> When 
in the second half where Odegaard, I think the shot was going in. To me, it looked like it was, yeah, it was going, going in. Yeah, I, I and, it was going in, yeah. And this stupid, well, sorry. I'm not even, you know what, Aubameyang, don't even listen to that. You're actually an amazing human being. Saved Arsenal from very, very strenuous time. You got, picked up a golden boot as well, so I can't even snag you off. But this... But this guy, they were calling you a lot of names on Twitter. No cap when you tap that ball in. No cap. I was hearing Pierre Emerick Orangutan. I was hearing oh this God. Gabonese Jamie Vardy. I was, oh my days. But yeah, why oh, did you trust that? The fish was definitely racially motivated, bro. Yeah, it was definitely racially motivated. But you you remember when Ronaldo against Spain like dropped the defender and chipped over the keeper and Nani headed it in? That's how I yeah, felt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, up. why yes. have you touched that? Yes, Odegaard, really little, did, did quick feet also, in, in and out to Watford defenders. Sliced it past it Ben good. Foster. It was good feet. Oh, I was like, nah, bro. But I mean, and you missed a pen on top of that, man. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. He's never looked confident in pens. Since I missed, since I watched him uh, miss against Spurs in the last minute a couple of seasons ago, I was like, yeah, this guy, I've never been confident on him in pens since. And even against Aston Villa, he missed the pen. I know he got the rebound. But he missed the pen initially. Lacazette has a hundred percent record of penalties at Arsenal. I think Pepe has a hundred percent as well in competitive games. I know he missed one in preseason, but yeah, come on, guys, Arteta. I know he's your captain. I know you love him, but like, give the yeah. pens to Lacazette. Yeah, it's yeah, it was good. Uh, it was good. Uh, quite interesting. Nuno Tavares is uh, what do you, uh, what's what are your overall thoughts on him? I know we talked. I know we talked about him. Uh, you know, obviously before the podcast, but uh, mm-hmm. again, I was saying that he reminds me a bit of uh, Alfonso Davies, but my main issue is, well, there's a lot of, like, hype about him all, we're happy with his performance, but then when it says something, he gets up a lot, like, he gets up a lot, and he's a very, I wouldn't say rash player, but he's a very brave player, and eventually, because it's, it's going to happen, his bravery is going to cost us, like, okay, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cost, cost us big. So, you know, I was just thinking, you know, what are your thoughts on Tavares? He's kept KT up the squad. You know, you know my thoughts on KT. You know my thoughts on my boy KT. So, what's, uh, mm. what's, uh, what do you say about Tavares? Well, when Quarantino got injured, I was like, oh, no, here we go, Tavares. In preseason, this guy looked like a donkey, no cap. But against, who did he come in against? Was it Palace? Or was it the game after Palace? Uh, I can't remember. But the game, the game he came in, I was like, wow, like... Yo, I don't even miss Kieran Tierney. Like, Tavares was getting up and down. I, I mean, we were, like, dominating games and that in, like, little, like, three-game spell. Mm-hmm. But he did He did look good. Went up and down really well. He's got really good recovery pace. And today, again, he did look good. Um, he won an amazing free kick on a dangerous area in the dying few minutes. And he did, like, a front flip when the guy got a red card. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, Tav- this, this Tavares guy is actually... He's, he's looking cold. He can defend as well. Yeah. But like, a, like, like you do say, like, he does get up so much... And sometimes, like, we will get caught on the counter, but we've got Tommy Asu who holds it down on the other side, kind of like yeah. what United do when they play a four-back, Luke Shaw bombs up, and then Wan-Bissaka's there uh, to yeah. kind of make a, like, a back three, you know what I yeah. mean? But, but yeah, smart substitutions from Arteta today, bringing on Odegaard to kind of, like, free up some... Uh, yeah, free up definitely. the attackers, give the attackers some space, and then Alneni just coming on to secure the dub. But, yeah, that win takes Arsenal into fifth place. Uh, above Man United, let me just say that again, above Manchester United, relegation threatened Arsenal, above Manchester United, yeah, well, well, and yeah, on 20 pounds, uh, um, above Manchester United, Yes. so relegation threatened Arsenal are now on 20 points, while uh, league leaders Chelsea on 26, title charge starts today. 
Okay, do you recall what Taddy said in the first podcast of the season? It was like, oh yeah, my United, like the treble, that's that's what we're going for. Yeah, I, I'm clipping that. I'm clipping that post. Yeah, that make, sure, make sure you get that clipped. <laughs> make sure you get that clipped. Incredible. <laughs> incredible from Taddy. That's incre- that is incredible. He actually said that stuff. You realise that? He actually wholeheartedly... They don't, yeah, exactly. they, they didn't have... Nah, we're not letting him off the hook. They didn't have a That's DM. probably why he's not on the podcast. That's, actually, that's probably why he's it not. Is, is, he, it, yeah, he's escaped us flaming him. He's escaped. He's yeah, don't escaped, worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Other fixtures today, Everton, Tottenham, didn't watch it because I was watching Arsenal, Leeds, uh, and Leicester, didn't watch because I was watching Arsenal, but I heard Rafinha scored a free kick. Oh, from Harvey, player. from also, oh, Bruce, Harvey Barnes I, with an equaliser. Okay, so another, another person, I know when he's supposed to play for West Brom, I was like, why, who's this rugby player playing for West Brom? <laughs> that's not like a Harvey Barnes, but yeah, he's somebody, man, like, again, Southgate, you know, after the qualifiers, you know, bring, you know, let, let's have a look, let's have a look, let's... You know, let's have a look at him. Does he play for the under twenty ones? I think he's like 22, 23. Yeah, uh, because no if he, because he, he, he should be that age. Because if he doesn't, that's insane. Because he's he he probably be like the top two players there. You know, him and Smith Rowe. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. No, of course. But moving into the last game of he's the weekend, we've got yeah. we've got Liverpool. Well, West Ham United versus Liverpool. And a lot of talk were going into West Ham this season after their amazing season last season. And I keep seeing Bazinga somehow like pipe up on Twitter because they're getting a le- an, an, I can't even speak an alleged takeover saying that they're massive. And then today they did prove they are a massive club. They're doing well in Europa League, and now they've only gone and beat Liverpool, who won the Champions League recently and the league recently. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think we should clap for West Ham because this was a brilliant performance. Brilliant performances all around. Declan Rice looking tidy as ever. And I want to highlight Jared Bowen. I, okay. never, I knew this I oh knew this God. guy had oh, I, yes. I knew this guy had technical ability. Wait, right? listen, I, listen. Oh my okay, fit. Take the floor is yours. Go. My do, my ball knowledge I get. Let me say something, <laughs> right? Let me say something. I when it when it comes to seeing a player, I feel like I've got like a ninety nine percent like success rate. Apart from like Reese Nelson, right? That's like <laughs> like bro, I never also looked at this boy Jared Bowen and from um Jared Bowen, I never because play for Hull, right? And I went and looked at this guy's highlights. I was like, this guy is so small, so fast, and so angry. What is it about this kid? What is it about this kid? But bro, West Ham then signed him. West Ham then signed him. And he was playing like he wasn't playing frequently, but he was getting games. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, who is this guy, bro? Energetic, he's pressing, he's at you, and like he's small, so you can't you can't like you can't get him. You feel what I'm saying? Bro, he's a baller. He's a baller. Shall I play Jared Bowen, bro? That's that's yeah, awful. Nah, uh I no longer play like eleven aside football because you know I could have been a baller because I hurt my knee, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I did yeah. I do I do I do dabble in the occasional five aside and there's this guy, I know you're listening, there's this guy I play with called Miguel. And like the quick feet, the turn of pace, the acceleration, yeah. it reminds me exactly of Jared Bowen, except but Miguel Spanish. That's the. Do actually point. do you know, do you know who Jared Bowen reminds me of? He actually yeah. reminds me of Martinelli, just like kind of, bro. Nah, I think Jared Bowen is really? more technically sound on the ball. Jared Bowen hey, can Bowen. play passes that Martinelli can never. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Nah, like I he feel, picked no, up the ball midfield. I think it was a first time ball through to Antonio. Antonio. No, no, I feel like. But I was I like, like, what the hell is going on no, here? You know what I mean? No, like more in a sense of like driving at players. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't okay, personally line up to Martinelli. I think he has more like of a of a better ball control. Martinelli kind of like hits it and head downs. You know what I mean? But he does have the same drive and determination for sure. 
Like, I've never seen an English player work so hard, you know. I know England, like, pride themselves on winning the ball. You need to be first to every ball. But, like, as a winger, you don't really see that. And he does that as as a winger slash cab, you know what I mean? Because him and Fornells come in, kind of come in and out of each other, you know what I mean? And Fornells, mm-hmm. again, had an excellent game. Taking the corner for Allison to fumble oh and then God, taking the corner a, for... That's another... That's another... Corner that's for another, Zuma. That's another baller I remember. I remember this what, guy Pablo was... Pablo yeah, I never used I never used Spain, and then West Ham went and signed. I was like, "Yo, look out for him!" And his first season at West Ham wasn't great. So I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe I took an L. Maybe I took an L on this signing, right?" But you know, he's come good. He's come good. So that's another W. Yeah, that's nah, another, he, that's he, another he's W. Been cold this uh, speaking of uh, Ws, my my goat, the best right back in the world, in my opinion, Trent Alexander Arnold. In a in a three two loss, this guy goes and gets himself a goal and an assist. Like, what more can you say? I don't know what else he could do for people to rate him. Uh, people just, say he can't defend. Be, he can't defend. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna imp- I'm gonna just, input a he's clip. Being, he's being yeah, a defender. I'm not gonna lie. What? <laughs> what? Abe, it's come just, outside right now. Wait, listen, 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 listen. I go back to this right. Um. Was it after he won the FA Cup the season the last season, right? We played Liverpool and for a second Aubameyang gave this boy trouble on the left. They had Joe Gomez had to double up on Aubameyang, bro, with, with Trent. Like, yeah, that can't be happening, bro. That can't be happening, bro. He needs to work on defensively he needs to work on it. But I think his attacking output it, it compensates. It outweighs it, to me, it out no, it doesn't compensate. Yeah, it, does. it outweighs. It outweighs. Who else yeah. has been this level good for the past three seasons as a right back? And don't tell me Hakimi, because no, no one knew, no one knew Hakimi when when Hakimi was at Real Madrid. You're not telling me that you knew this guy. Just stop. Just stop. At Dortmund, before PSG at Dortmund, he was not Trent levels. He was not. Yeah, so it's Dortmund into into PSG. Yeah, you're stop lying to yourself. Okay. Okay. No, but you said you said you said consistently as a right back. That's obviously I'm using your words. I'm using your words. Yeah, Trent has just this guy bagged two assists against Atletico Madrid in midweek, and then came strutted up to West Ham, who are sitting in I think they're fourth right now, fourth they're or third. third. Strutted up to West Ham, bagged a free kick like it was not. He's, he, do you know what? he bagged that free kick and said, "Yeah, it's just because I wanted to." Like, what kind of demon does this week in week out? People say he's a cross merchant. So what? It works. It I literally he, works. Um, shout shout to his hairdresser. He, he he looks smart now. But yeah, another another big performer for Liverpool today. I know I say big performer. I know they scored three, but Jesus Christ, Van Dijk, what a player! There's this last minute tackle that he put in, and I forgot who it was on. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Bowen actually. He was bound to score. Van Dijk just flew in from nowhere. But yeah, Liverpool not the best result. I know Klopp was fuming as he always is, but they will bounce back. I'm surprised. I think their next game is against us. So yeah, uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna hold corn against Liverpool, but. Hopefully, hopefully not. Salah didn't have those brightest get- games. Origi came on and scored as well, but uh, right. yeah, not not the best game for Mane and Jota as well. But yeah, that's pretty much all we have to say on the Prem results. And yeah, my prediction was that Chelsea were going to win the league and they're sitting top right now. So um, if they win the league, just come, just 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 say that I know the most ball on this podcast. But moving on from that, we're gonna speak about young players this season. Yes, and sir. yeah, we've got a couple lined up. I think I wrote a list down. Give me two seconds. This is a very unprepared podcast. Uh, do bear with me right now. Yeah, wait, wait. This, this, this is an Ole type podcast. No tactics, just vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just vibes, just vibes. Just exactly, vibes. Yeah. exactly. Without Taddy, we just lose all structure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but 
Uh, wait, give me two seconds. Yeah, so we do. We did have a list of players that we were going to look at, and I've chosen two. Abe's chosen one, I think. One or two. I'm not too sure. We'll see uh, as I go yeah, speaking like up. One, but young one, players one, that have... Yeah, one and a half. One and a half, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. So, young players that have been popping off this season, as we know, the, the main man himself, like, this guy's been actually being goaded people laugh at him said he can't finish you're laughing at you're you're not laughing now vinicius jr like round of applause please i would like to i was one of those guys i was one of those guys yeah. like bro, what, Rod, what Rod, Rod, rodrigo i was like rodrigo's better i was one of those guys no, there's no way there's no way i was one of those guys i was i was i was i was one of those okay, guys so. i really you was know, I'll admit I, that. I, I'll admit that. i'm happy i'm happy that you can admit when you're wrong just not just like about yes. ben white but um not okay. Mm, all right, all right. Let's move on from that. <laughs> okay, we've got Elise from Crystal Palace. This guy, Crystal Palace, have gone to the championship two seasons in a row and just signed Taki. Gems, gems, uh, Emiriche Eze, gems. and then uh, Olise as well. I think two Nigerians that don't want to play for Nigeria again. But you know, is wait, is Olise we'll Nigerian? That, I have no. I think his name is Nigerian. I'm. Fam, that sounds soon. like a Nigerian. That sounds like it a. Does, that it I'm thinking about like a Nigerian name. Michael Olise. Michael Olise. But he nah, plays with France. That's so. He's from England. No, no, but like his actual heritage. What's his actual like? What's it? Mm, they're saying type... French on Wikipedia, but uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. The whole French team is not from France, but that's that's a conversation for another for another day, actually. But yeah, uh, Crystal Palace have gone to the Championship two seasons in a row and just signed absolute gems. And like, why is no one else picking no, up? No, no, like, bro, bro, bro. Sorry, he was born to a Nigerian father and an Algerian mother. So yes, Olise is like okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually done. I'm actually done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Cool. Yeah, continue. Yeah, continue. Now you'll be you'll be even angrier when you hear the player that I've got next. But uh, what that I've actually done an analysis on. But uh, as we know, after Olise in the list, we got Emil Smithrow. We'll be speaking about him. Uh, Abe's lover child, uh, Connor yeah, Gallagher as well, was yeah, on the Connor list. Gallagher, yeah. Crystal Palace seem to have a lot of young, good players. They're a very yeah. exciting team. We, a, Abe vibe, did say at the beginning season. of the season. Abe did say at the beginning of the season their transfers were very savvy and like uh, he did say shout out to Crystal Palace's transfers this season. So yeah, they have been they have been quite good. Araujo for Barcelona. I know Barcelona has been torrid, but Araujo's a good centre back. And Callum Hudson Odoi, as well. People wrote him off, but like he is the most technically gifted out of you know. The Sakas, the Smith throws. I'm not gonna say Foden's. Foden's not even in these conversations Wait, is anymore. He, is he actually more technically? Is he actually more? Yeah, no, he is. He is. He is. Role. He is. No, he is. He is. Stop, Abe. Let's let's and, be real. He doesn't show and, it enough. He doesn't show it enough. But on on form, Callum Hudson Odoi is scarier than an um, on form Emma Smith throw. But the issue is no, no. Yeah. But the issue is he doesn't show it enough. But this season he has been showing it. On the okay, dribble, we'll he's see. the best. Uh, final pass he's probably better than Sack. I'm not sure about Smithrow. Uh, uh, but yeah, like te- on, on technical ability, like he's probably the best in my opinion. But the issue, the only issue for me is that he didn't get the chance or doesn't show enough. That's why uh, I think in the Haaland versus Mbappe episode, we were telling him to go. We were telling him to go to Bayern Munich and get yeah. like get work experience like Sancho did. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, those were a list of players that have been techie as well. Rafael Liao was well from Milan. He's been. I, I would just say so for well. now. I don't rate him. You don't rate Leon? Nah, bro. Te- like technically, <laughs> just, technically he's torrid, bro. Like 
I don't, I, 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 know, I know he's a striker, but bro, sometimes I look at him and play him like, he disgusts me. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But yeah, we're going to go into like uh, case studies. We've chosen, uh, I've chosen two players. Abe's chosen one and a half, whatever that means. This guy just waffles bare. But yeah, Abe's, <laughs> kick us off. Who are you going to walk us through as a young, your young star yep. this season? Okay, so I'm, this good. I'm, going to go, I'm going to start with Conor Gallagher. Bro, the boys played 10 games this season, scored four goals. The boy's incredible. And the interesting thing is the first time I heard about Conor Gallagher was when Billy Gilmore moved to Rangers. It was when Billy Gilmore moved from Rangers to Chelsea. So, like, obviously, that was kind of interesting setting to me. So, I followed Billy Gilmore on Instagram. And he used to post stuff. And he went, he went, posting, the, he went posting a thing with Conor Gallagher one day. And the boy got like a hat trick in, like, a uh, Chelsea Youth Cup game. So, I was like, okay, I've, you know, I've paid, I'm paying attention to you. And then... Mm-hmm. A season later, he went to loan to Swansea, and he played well. And I think he, I, he went, he also went to the, he went on loan somewhere else. I forgot the name. Was it, it wasn't Charlton? Some, some, some club like that. But he had a few loan spells, and he was looking good, you know. So I was, I was kept note of him. He also played in Mason Mount, and he was also like, you know, from the Coburn boys. That's the Chelsea academy. Is it Coburn? Is it Coburn? Yeah, yeah, Coburn. Yeah. Coburn. Yeah, Coburn. Yeah, from the Coburn boys, he's like one of the more highly touted players. So I always kept an eye on him. It was the season? Was it last season? It was last season when Arsenal played West Brom. When we beat them four, was it four one or four 0 I think it was four one. Four one. Yeah, four one. Right. We were winning four one. Right. But there's a moment where Gallagher got the ball in the in their half. He took a touch, like took three of our players out the game and played the ball. I said, "Yeah, this kid's cold." I never tell a guy this like yeah, this boy, this kid, this kid's cold. He it was just it was not one touch. I was like yeah, I want to look at plays. It's always about anticipation and good touches take anticipation and he anticipates yeah, very yeah. well. So yeah, he's um so yeah that's what's looking for Colin Gallagher and the boy and the boy um if you watched West Brom last season, by far he was the best player. It was it's, it wasn't even close. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It was, yeah like maybe I guess you could probably say maybe Sam is it Sam Johnson? Sam Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Johnson, but I would still say Colin Gallagher. Like, uh, anytime I watch match of the day, anytime West Brom, you know, like, even though they didn't play well last season, anytime they kind of had a good performance, um, Colin Gallagher was, you know, was one of the main reasons why they had a good performance. And he's, you know, signed for Crystal Palace this season. I think he's on loan. I'm not sure if it's a permanent signing. But again, I think he's on Yeah, the boy, the boys are incredible. And he's just, he, like he's a good centre mid again. Anticipation is a big thing. He's got. He's a very good passer. He's also the underrated dribbler. Um, he's also very good at beating the press. Like he's able to get the ball off his feet very quickly, and he's all again anticipation. He knows what to do next. So, um, that's the that's my main thing for him. Uh, people were touting him to get an England call up, which again, like, does he deserve it? You know, on form probably the boy's been the boy's been really good. But uh, again, you've got to like again you've got to take into account the players that Garrison gets called up. Uh, issue with issue with him is that he probably should look to leave Chelsea. I don't think he's going to make it into that Chelsea squad. Even though he's a very talented mm-hmm. player and he's English, he's not going to make it into that Chelsea squad. Sh- should he stay at Palace? I don't know. Just because do you think he could do better? I think s- Right now, do you think he could do better? Starting yeah, okay, so, consistently. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That's my thing. I'm I'm, tr- I'm I'm thinking of a team that needs a midfield. That a team that needs a midfield of his caliber in the top, you know, top six. And obviously, obviously, there's teams. 
Uh, I don't think Tottenham really need him. I think the only team I don't think that I, would to say me, that may... I, I know I know he's great, but I don't see him getting to Leicester's midfield because they've got Sumare, Tillemans, yep. uh, Madison. Yep. I think Madison's still better than him as of right now. That won't be not yep. for long though. On form, obviously Gallagher is better, but overall play, we know Madison. We know what Madison's about. Don't think he gets yep. into West Ham, uh, Rice, and uh, what's nope. his face. Yeah, I don't think he gets into West um, Ham Shuchek. midfield. Such- Rice yep. and Sutek, yeah, sorry. And yeah, those are the two like outside Europa League chance. Well, not outside main Europa League spots uh, available. Do you think he get? Do you think he play for one of them? I don't think so, in my opinion. I think Palace no. is probably like where he's gonna flourish the most as of right now. Yeah, which is I I like here. Let, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get it twisted. He's 10, 10 appearances, four goals, two assists, two assists, two assists that Palace side is incredible. But then again, I'm just thinking to myself, every all the top six sides at the moment they have. The one thing they have is like midfielders and like just midfielders and how do I put this? If he was to leave to a top six side, he would be a squad player. And yeah. I don't think I think him being a squad player now would just be a shame. It just wouldn't make sense. He needs to hinder be, his development. It is exactly because you know he's you know, he's been playing well. And like I know people are like, oh yeah, but it's only been this season. But again, if you watch him at West Brom, he was playing well. Like maybe the maybe his play style like didn't translate to like good results, but he was playing well regardless. That's that mm-hmm. that's that's the main thing. Uh the only team I would say, which is kind of funny, that I would say he may get into would be Arsenal just because we don't have depth. And like he and Yeah, we we, part- we like we like midfield depth. Yeah, well, that makes them, and like and people, like, he's not a cam. He's a he's a he's a sentiment. So he he wouldn't hinder Smith Rowe's progress or even Odegaard's progress. So yeah, but yeah, very talented, very talented player. Next two three years, I can see him. Next two three years, if he just continues to, to develop like this, I can then see him pushing to get to a top six team, pushing to be one of the starters at a top six team. Um, um, already. But yeah, he's an, yeah he's an incredible player, man. I'm and I'm happy that you know I'm happy to say that I knew about. Colin Gallagher for a time. I'm happy. I'm happy he took that touch against Arsenal and like sent six players out the game. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, man. The boy, the boy is very technically gifted and uh, yeah, bright, bright future ahead of him. And uh, I think we'll get. I think we'll get an England call up. Obviously not to the World Cup. That would be generally insane. Yeah, be yeah insane. That's too soon. But man. yeah, but friend, friendlies. I think Southgate would just call him up and just like see what the boy's about. So yeah. What a player, man. What a yeah. player. But yeah, I Colin think Gallagher. just just before just before I move on to my two players, uh, like I knew I knew of Conor Gallagher. I knew like he had the wavy hair like Todd Cantwell, but I never really took notice of him. I know last season he did very well, but like I still didn't watch him enough to actually like put a standpoint on where I where I view him. But now I know this season. I think the first time I properly watched him was against Spurs when Edward came on and scored a double in like the dying minutes. And I was like, yeah. wow, like this this boy controlled the game from start to finish. And it's not just like in a control way where he just takes it and passes it. You know, like our Jorginho control. I know there's nothing wrong with that, but like it's, it's quite boring. But you you do yeah. you do the you do the good stuff right, and that's what you need. But he takes it to another level. He he shows expression when he plays, he likes to drive forward, he loves to he loves a dribble, he loves and he can get on the end of stuff as well. He's scoring goals, he's getting assists for it as well. And even against Arsenal at the Emirates, this boy was ever. I think he got the I think did he get the assist for uh Palace's second goal? I have no idea. But yeah, he was inv- he was involved in literally so. everything that went down uh for Palace. And yeah, he's a brilliant player, but uh, moving on from England, I've taken my two players international. So surprisingly, yes. both of them actually wear the number twenty-seven, and Abe's gonna be pressed because 
you could tell by this guy's name, he's he's of African descent. He's Nigerian. Yes. And he plays for Red Bull Salzburg and he's a striker. And yeah, they've been producing mad strikers of recent Erling Haaland, Patson Daka, and now they've got another one. Our boy Adeyemi. I can't I can't even remember where I picked this first. Name. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut for myself because this is another boy. It's another boy, Aaron Lewis was all too early. It's another boy, Aaron Lewis was all too early. But yeah, you can, sorry, I was, uh, continue, sorry. Yeah, man, Adeyemi, uh, born in 2002, he's 19, he's younger than me. Kind of, the, yeah. kind of mad to think of, left-footed striker that plays for Salzburg. And obviously, like, I'm not going to lie to you, I do, I do not watch the Austrian League. But I do watch skill compilations, and this guy's crazy. No cap, this guy's absolutely outstanding. He's fast. He's uh, he's got finishing ability. He's got determination. Like, I think like, I know we compare Daka to Vardy, but this guy's determination is crazy. Like, he will hunt you down for the ball, and this was highlighted in uh, in a game against Sevilla in the Champions League, yeah. and he won. He won three penalties, was it? He won three penalties for Salzburg. I know he missed one of them. But, like, you don't win pens for doing nothing. You're getting into the right positions. You're either too quick for the defender or the defender makes a stupid mistake in the box. But that just shows that, like, he's willing to get forward. And his UCL's goal-to-game ratio is shown for it because he's got three goals in four games in the UCL and four and six if you're counting qualifiers as well. But, yeah, uh, obviously the Austrian League, he's probably, he's definitely too good for it because... Uh, his statistics this season he's got 12 appearances 11 goals that's probably what you want in a striker and yeah it's probably too good it's not long before he moves I think Liverpool are linked with him and yeah his strengths yeah. are that he's he's a good finisher good dribbler he's rapid as well teamwork he likes to link up play yeah bro he's and quick yeah yeah this this boy I, I think he's faster than Daka like I'm not even capping to you no he like, is he, he is he is bro no this this guy yes. is absolutely against Wolfsburg. There's just one run that he made in behind. I was like, yeah, he he he's different. And I know, what the Minamino signed from Salzburg to Liverpool. Yeah. Was it Salzburg or was it Leipzig? Yeah, Sal- Salzburg, Salzburg have yeah. been producing mad mad talent Fam, recently. Daka, and it's not going to be long Daka, until yeah. he gets picked up. Oh, so, oh, so, sorry for interrupting you, bro. Uh, sorry for interrupting you. Found Daka. Is it? Is it? Is it? Sorry, sorry for I apologize. Haaland Huang is it Huang Chi? Huang 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 Li Chan. Yeah, Huang Li Chan. Bro. Sorry, but he went to Leipzig last season as well. Did he go to Leipzig last season as well? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the incredible thing is? I don't play FIFA like a lot of these man, like Uka, Kafka, all the man there. But bro, that's actually where I heard of Adeyemi. I'm ashamed to say it. that's the first time I heard of Adeyemi. What Adeyemi? I was, yeah, it was literally career mode. I was doing career mode with Aberdeen. I was like. Who who who's who's the tall lanky striker? Is it is it Sam Johnston, Sam or Sam Johnston? Cos Cosgrove. So yeah, Sam Cosgrove. Like this boy, you you got like zero mobility. Get out of my club right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> now I signed that at Yemi. I was like, yo, this kid's a monster. And I found yeah, out he, he was like, G- and I was like, Adi Yemi, that's a Yoruba name. I was like, yo, this kid's Nigerian as well. Whoa, come on. And Uka, you're right, bro. This like this is a well, player place for Germany now, but. Yeah, Germany, sure. yeah. I, it hurts, it hurts. But this is a guy, like, again, like, Arsenal, we're looking for a striker, bro. I know he may not be the ideal type because you, you kind of want something to get the um, end of KT's crosses, but again, bro, I like him, bro. He's quick, he's fast. And you, you're completely right. He's like Vardy. Like, he will hunt you down. And then, 
not not saying unlike Vardy, like in tight spaces, he's got like a skill or a trick to get out of no, there. No, nah, he's better than Vardy in in those in those situations. Yeah. It, yeah, and he's yeah, he's yeah. champ he's Champions League proven as well. But obviously, I'm yeah. gonna run through some of his league stats because them, obviously, bro. like it's best to like league. You, you have the most amount of games in league. It makes the most sense. He gets the most amount of minutes there as well. So in the league, that is clearly too good for. He takes uh, 3.36 shots per 90, which is high. It could be higher for a striker, but the fact that he scored 11 and 12, it doesn't really matter. His shots are obviously being clinical. He's obviously getting in the right positions. And he's got 15 goals and 15 total starts in all competitions. And yeah, uh, 44% dribble percent rate. That's not good, but I mean, it's 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 okay for a striker. There's better there's better dribbler strikers out there, but to fair, that's pretty decent for a striker. And yeah, he averages 0.8 goals per game. And yeah, this guy's been going he's going he's been going brazy this season. But yeah, on F Breath, that's a very good statistic website. It shows that similar players are Sulemana, brilliant player, and Daniel Malin, who got a big money move last season yeah. to well, this beginning of the season to Dortmund. So he's only going in the right direction, and that's a player to look out for in the Champions League. And Salzburg, they might go through to the next round, so if you haven't watched them, I think they're in a group of Leo, Wolfsburg, and Sevilla. Sevilla are bottom, Salzburg are top. So yeah, keep your eye out for Adeyemi next game. He'll probably all, score. All the, um, all the annoying yeah, thing is, I'm not sure, if you guys, if anybody uses TikTok like this and you like watch the NBA, there's an NBA player called Josh Giddy. He's like, he's like a... He's just made a debut from the Australian League uh, to the NBA. Uh, the issue, the issue with him, he's obsessed with TikTok and he's really cringy on there. So is Adeyemi. Adeyemi is the exact same person. Both these men, I see them on TikTok all the time. I'm like, you're yeah, so yeah, talented. Yeah. Stop making these stupid TikToks. You look like hey, fools. Hey, yeah. can can these guys not express themselves? He's young. Bro, he's twenty. Nah, no, he's bro, nineteen. Dude, he's, you can't, he's nineteen. I'll send you. Bro, I'll, allow I'll send you. I'll send you some of his TikToks. You're generally cringe. Like the nah, fact that he's oh, part of just let these bro. kids live. Lewandowski's nah, 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 nah. on TikTok. Like allow, nah. this guy scoring I'll, fifty goals Lewandowski, a year. Lewandowski is cute and funny. These guys just gave <laughs> out. It's bad. Do it easy. I'll send. I'll send you the TikToks. It's so bad. I bet. But, bet. Yeah. And yeah, my second player. You've probably you've definitely heard of this guy. I know Abe. You've been on his glizzy for time. Also wears number twenty-seven. Florian Verts. Yeah, for, well, boy. Talk to me. Well, what are you boy. telling me, bro? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Kai. People say Kai Havertz regen. Uh, probably not. Uh, just, just, just he's just. I don't even know. He's just he's just German, isn't he? Just German. Yeah, uh, two Germans, two Germans from me. Two Germans. Uh, he's a cam. Uh, unlike unlike uh, a lot of people used to compare people used to compare Kai Havertz to um Ozil, which is kind of strange. Uh, he's. Florian's wait, was quicker. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, yeah, rewind. people did. But, yeah, I'm being serious. People used to compare. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. That's the only it's the eyes. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. No, which I found strange. But, uh, no, Florian, um, Florian's much quicker than um, Kai Havertz, which is interesting. Um, he's also able to play on the wing a bit better, I believe, personally. Mm-hmm. I, I never watched Bayern Leverkusen versus um, Celtic because uh, I wanted to see the Japanese striker, but I ended up just gawking yeah. over. Um, gawking over Florian Ritz. I think uh, he yeah. scored that game as well. Yeah, he did. did. He, yeah, he, got, he scored. Yeah, he scored. He scored. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah incredible. Uh, he's also quite young. How old is he? He's nineteen years of age. 19, 2002... Yeah, quite young. No, two thousand and three is wild. Yeah, uh, crazy, bro. Crazy, bro. Like that's like that's nearly David's age. Yeah, it's just. Uh, 
it's just intel it's intelligence intelligence at such a young age is impressive again intelligence and anticipation i think people i think people like doubt how important anticipation is especially at, at an elite level of sport you need to be able to anticipate well and he does that incredible rate wow boy but yeah yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah i kind of messed up he's actually 18 not 19 2003 means Christ, that he's 18 so... may, may 2003 which is actually scary but yeah in the yeah. bundesliga this season i'm not sure if this statistic is up to date but there was a moment in time i think it was two weeks ago that he either scored or assisted in every bundesliga game that he played or and every europa league game that he played this season but obviously the stats are going to tell us that as well nine games in the bundesliga four goals six assists that's exactly what you want from a cam being able to get on the end of chances as well as create chances as well in the europa league four games three goals one assist and obviously like stats do matter but at the same time goals and assists are not the only stats to judge a player off because uh players like the javis like the yes they didn't get much goals and assists but you can obviously tell what brilliant brilliant players there are same with luca modris as well doesn't score a lot but you could just tell uh what demons there are on the pitch and on f breath says similar players leroy sane uh di maria malinovsky sancho these are players that can operate wide as well as in the middle so he has the attributes of a wide player but in the middle that's probably that that explains the goal scoring rate as well yeah. um leverkusen are sitting in sixth but to have that many go- goal contributions for a team in sixth is absolutely wild to me he has a 62 percent dribble success rate remember he's a cam he's around defenders and midfielders you're in between the defensive line and the midfield line so you're surrounded basically by if the team plays two dms you're surrounded by four players the two center backs and the two dms and to have the dribbling ability at that young age to have the confidence is just absolutely wild to me and uh, obviously i'm not gonna lie i don't watch leverkusen a lot but i've heard verts before i've watched compilation no compilations are not gonna like give me the overall judgment of a player but like this guy's techie on a dribble and the success rate is shown for that that's over half your dribbles completed um he's won 54 percent of his ground duels which means that he doesn't give up when the ball's there to be won he wins it more often than not 0.4 goals per game amazing for a cam 2.3 key passes per game which is basically a pass leading to a shot obviously not all key passes are good like amazing assists through balls but just shows that he could play a ball into an area which allows for a shot, even even if the striker needs to take a few touches. At, and uh, five big chances created so far this season. It's actually amazing. Yeah, his strengths are just ball progression, ball control, and playmaking. Basically, he's he's, he's looking up to be a starter for Germany very very soon. Him yeah, and Adi, I mean, I could definitely see them start for Germany yeah, as well as Muscala uh, as well. Did- didn't um didn't these guys get called um did I swear Adi Emi like got his first cap for Germany? Yeah, Adiemi Adiemi has got three appearances for Germany, one goal. Three, I think. yes. These guys they 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 once they said that Jira can't have him. That's tough. They yeah. said yeah, <laughs> that's 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 tough. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you want me to uh do you want to just end off with uh the the boy? Yeah, on, on, we we've been waiting for this moment. Just go, just go on your time. Oh, okay. Let me say something. I want people. I won't do it. Say the whole for the clap of FIFA. Everybody at my work, my mom, my brother, bro, uncles, grandmas, everybody can say now. I say now. I was telling people about Smith Rowe for a time. I was telling people about Smith Rowe in the academy. I was saying this boy, yeah, is just different. I was saying this for the longest of time. I'm like, oh, hey, Bugasigate. He can't be that good. Hey, 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 hey. watch him for, watch him for. Look at me now. Look at me now. Look at me now. 
People, non-Arsenal fans are vexed that he didn't get a call for England. Imagine. They're non Before, they went, oh, they, they know. They know. They now know. Non-Arsenal fans are vexed. Majority of these, majority of these non-Arsenal fans are like, oh, you're gassing it. Because they know. They now know who this kid is. Let me talk about my boy Emil Smith-Rowe. 11 games, 4 goals, 2 assists. Let me explain to you, right? If you watched Arsenal from the start, of the Premier League season, right? The game against Brentford, we lost. Was it two 0 He was by yeah, far the best. Nil. He he was by far the best player on that pitch, and we lost two 0 we, we lost we lost two 0 The thing about Emil Smith, I don't even know how to describe this boy. It's like when Arsenal first came to Ars, first came to Arsenal, the club was in the shambles, right? We all know this, right? There's a bad there's bad dieting. People were drinking and smoking before and after games and during training sessions. They have, they, the training sessions consisted of literally just running like running up and down a pitch, bro. It was bad. Arsene Wenger went and got nutritionists. He went and got proper training sessions. He went and split the game into down into different sectors. We got set-piece coaches. We got defensive coaches. We got attacking coaches. He improved the club altogether. And then we developed a passing, three-fold attacking form of football, bro. And that's when we've got so, so many legendary players like Dennis Bergkamp, Thierry Henry. We've got so, much, so many legendary moments like the 2011 win against Barcelona because of Arsene Wenger. And when I look at the legacy that Arsene Wenger left at Arsenal, yes, he won the league unbeaten. Yes, he quickly got for like three Premier Leagues. Forget that. His legacy was that Hayland Academy. And the true legacy is Emil Smith. Wait. Well, oh listen, my God. Listen. Oh my listen, listen. 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 What listen, am I hearing? Listen. When I, when, I, when I look when I look at a football player, when I look, when I look at Emil Smith, yeah, do you not just see like Arsene Wenger's love child? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I hear, I hear, I hear. Like that's the okay. Obviously, obviously the legacy is crazy. Like, vibes. Okay, obviously, yeah, okay, okay, obviously, okay, obviously, Fabregas is the like, best youth player we've ever created, right? But like, you know, uh. what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, like, he is, he is like, like what Arsene Wenger, like the D, the DNA of Arsene Wenger, football wise, in a player. I'm, can you deny it? You can't. No, okay, no, you no. can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. The boy, the the boy's fast. He's actually very quick. If you watch his goal against the nah, nah, he's, quick, yeah. he's quick. Yeah, he's quick. He. Of recently, some decisions have been bad. He made one or two dodgy decisions, but like, he always seems to make the right decision. He never takes on players irrationally. Er, 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 irrationally, he always, you know, he waits. He anticipates. He waits. He anticipates. He's a good dribbler. He's a good passer. He's got good vision. And also, he's now added goals to his game, bro. The case is incredible. And do this, yeah. I've got such a passion for Smith Rowe. I haven't done it justice. I've just been waffling. But the case is an amazing player. And it's you know it only goes up it only goes up for him now he said the contract recently you know he just got the number 10 for Arsenal and for a lot of players of his age you think yo that's a lot of pressure but you know he's adapted well to it and he's just he's just come up the other side how old is he 21 yeah 21 and yeah and people should think that he's just been handed this bro he went on loan to RB Leipzig and when he went on loan to RB Leipzig he was injured he only played one or two games with them so you know he, he went through some hardships he didn't also went to Huddersfield in the championship when they were in a relegation, relegation battle. Yeah, he pretty much single-handedly kept them up. So the boy, he he deserves what's happening to him now. And he's just getting better from there. And uh, yeah, what a player, man. What a player. I don't know. I just genuinely love this boy. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, this is like, I'm just gawking over him because it, it, it makes me smile anytime he does well because I've, I've, been, I've been with him for the whole journey. And he, he's also like, He's just a, he looks like a lovely guy. He also looks like, he also looks like a lovely nah, guy. No, he's, he's a nice guy. 
and it's a genuine Arsenal fan. But okay, I'll let you, I'll let you talk about the Super because you know you're also Arsenal fan. You know that's that's your boy course, as well. They call they call they call him the Croydon De Bruyne, but stats are looking better than KDV's this season. Oh, shit, oh, shit, I know stuff. Nah, nah, but obviously Smith Rowe, he thinks Messi's the goat. So obviously this guy clearly knows ball. And on the oh wait, oh wait, he thinks Messi's the goat. Yeah, yeah, he said. I Messi's love this boy even more now. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, there was an interview and he said, choose between Messi, Maradona. It was iconic number 10. It was like Messi, Maradona, and some, I think it was Ronaldinho and he just said Messi. I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy knows yeah, ball. Guy. And on the pitch, like, you, you're, you're Arsenal's little Messi. Obviously, yeah, not, okay, not to the same. That, that's wild. That's, that's, wild. that's a wild but, statement. But, but to us, like, yeah. the way Barcelona fans love Messi, like, we love, we love our Hayland boys, you know what I'm saying? Him and... His and Saka's rise last season were just was just absolutely really beautiful. tremendous. Obviously, Saka's probably the better player like overall right now, but Smithrow's flourishing, flourishing, and having a better season than Saka so far. I'm not saying Saka's bad, but obviously, like, let's not even speak about Saka. This is about Smithrow. When I watch Smithrow, I'm like, yeah, you get your head down. When I first saw him, the first time I properly saw him uh, was against Chelsea last season. Obviously, I knew of him. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm not clueless. He was playing with the likes of Gideon Zelalem, the likes of Chuba Akpom. I remember that youth team. I remember that youth team back <laughs> yeah, in the day. Yaya Sanogo on that. Bro, uh, but, yeah. our youth team was cold, you know. Our youth team was cold. He had balls. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. That, where's it? Where, where's Zilalem? Where's he gone? Chuba Akpom. Where's he? Where are all these guys gone? Stop. Chuba Akpom was balling. Chuba Akpom was balling in the Greek league. Don't you remember? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the first time I heard about Smithrow, apart from those like youth appearances, uh, was uh, Chelsea when he got thrown in. I was like, okay, Abe's been telling me about Smithrow. I know about Smithrow. I know I know he has technical abilities of a of a certain standard. But when Arteta threw him in the deep end, when he thought he was getting sacked against Chelsea, he just said, you know what? Let me just play the youth, and it paid off. Smithrow was bowling out against Chelsea last season. I was around December. When we that game got Lampard sacked, actually, and yeah, ever since then he's been a mainstay in the team. Played every Europa League game last season that we did, and then this season again, people are finally taking notice. Jamie Carragher called him the other week the best on the ball dribbler in the Premier League right now. Obviously, I don't agree. I don't but agree. Like the though. fact the, the fact that he's getting that high praise means that he's obviously good at it. He does take on players. I know his dribble percentage is his dribble success rate is very high. I don't have the stats up right now. Because yeah, of his age so Abe's job's to research. But um, yeah, yeah so his I'm dribble sorry. percent rate is high. <laughs> he get he's got assists in in his game. I obviously if he doesn't get an assist, he's still creating stuff. He's he's what's the yeah. what's the word for the pass before the final pass? Yeah. Well I'm just gonna call it the pass the no pre-assist, he gets the pre-assist. The pre-assist he gets, it, yeah. he gets the assist, and yeah, he's just a brilliant, brilliant player. Operates off the left, can operate centrally, yeah. and w- I'm trying to compare him to a player for people who who haven't seen him play. Yeah, uh, okay, which is which is like which is actually okay. Do the funny thing is yeah, it, like it's just Grealish. I don't go lie. I know people like all. Oh, no, it is, it is, it is. No gang, but also, like, yeah, I, I know people like all oh, loose gang, but it is Grealish. Sorry, okay, you speak. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, the person. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah, I was gonna compare him to like an old Samir Nasri, but Samir Nasri was a better uh, actually, and he, actually, he made better he made better decisions. Uh I think I think I think that's not it's not a bad okay, not not completely accurate, but it's not a bad it's not a bad comparison. It's yeah, yeah. Gre- Grealish is probably like the best yeah, more comparison ac- like, yeah, more like for like right now. Uh, yeah. someone who can pick the ball up two feet. He doesn't really make a lot of runs in behind because like realistically he's not gonna have the 
the quick yard on the defender. He's faster mm-hmm. on the ball than he is off the ball. Uh, off the ball, yeah. It's kind of not, like not, Grealish as well. Yeah, not to say he's not quick, though. He's quick, but, you know... Yeah. Uh, and then Jack, Jack Walsh, when said something in the 80s, he was like, he likes... He said that Smith will remind him of himself, which also was like, mm, does he? You know, like, but I was like, okay, but he's like, he's just like, he's much quicker than me, which is was just like, okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, he... He just like, seems to pop up in the right positions. Yeah. Late runs into the box. Aaron Ramsey vibes, even though he's nowhere nowhere near no, the level of Aaron no. Ramsey yet. But he, who's to say that he can't? He's he only 21. He's having the season of his life so far. Let the boy cook. Bro, Arteta, let him cook. He's been benching fair. Odegaard to yeah. play Smith-Rowe and Lacazette and Saka. And to be fair, Arteta, shout out to you because it's worked. His it's best worked. position for me right now is off the left. Kind of like Grealish last season, off the left. He could operate centrally, but because he's right-footed and off the left, defenders are going to know he's going to cut in, mm-hmm. and he cuts in every time, and it just works, you know what I mean? Yeah, Obviously, he doesn't get the shot away, but he either plays it to Tavares or Tierney or the overlap, or he can create havoc in the centre of the park. Like, he's just a brilliant player, and he yeah. does get a goal now. He's added goals now to his game, yeah, his which game, is what yeah. I really like to see. And, and also, the other thing is, he's one of those players, if you let him get hot, like, if you let him, like, get into the flow of it, then it's going to be like it's going to be a long a day. A long day. It's yeah. been a long day because I, I I see it. like sometimes when he starts when he starts get like when he starts to like click and I think the main thing for him is yeah for him to improve is that when he starts to click it starts to flow for him for him to get to uh-huh. the next level it should be when he starts to click everybody around him starts to click as well so that's that's why I think the next that's why I think the next thing is but bro honestly and again you know I remember I just saying something that was quite funny he said it was before he played the game. He went to say that Arsenal need a cold white you. He said every team needs a cold white you. Yeah, and I went. We got one in the waiting. Don't worry. And then you find that the boys are quarter Jamaican. Shout, shout out to Flo. You know, he's like, he's like yard man. Yeah, one Lock thing. One player. thing I want to say before we close out. What do you think his best game for Arsenal has been? Because I've got two in my head, and surprisingly, best they're both game. against the same team. It, it's Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham at home last season and Tottenham at home this season. season. He was balling he was out. Balling. Like, he I don't balling. even... Like, when I say balling out, people probably think Brazy step over as this guy was doing samba tricks and flick. But Smith Rowe's type of balling out is just... I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's not even not, quick feet because his feet aren't even that quick. It's he just... He flows. He glides. That's it. He glides. Yo, the glide. We... We speak about gliders every week, but he's a glider. He's one of them. He's a glider. He's a glider. Him, 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 and I mean, him and Ezra just gliders, bro. He, when he, yeah, when yeah, he watched, yeah, when he watched his man play, like, yeah, this is, this is like, this is beautiful. This is smooth. It's, really, it's, it's, it's smooth. It's smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's smooth. smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's smooth. Like, Saka, I don't. Saka's not smooth. He's more like Saka's not smooth. But that Saka jink. When Saka jinks onto his left, it's over. Yeah, it's over. I've seen that so many. Man, he killed Johnny Evans with that. Killed Tavares with that last season against Benfica. Like yeah. when Saka jinx, it's over. But yeah, Smith yeah. Rowe's like more smooth with it. He's more clean. Yeah, Aesthetically boy, pleasing on the eye. Yeah, yeah. But boy, what what a player, man. What a player. And do it say one of these days we'll get a full podcast. Do it, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. You guys I don't, we don't do stuff like this, yeah. Well, the goal is yeah, for Smith Rowe to see part of this and to get the boy on the pace of power. Hey man, hey man. You know hey, what like, he seems like the type of guy to do it. He really would. He really just would. He just, he, nah, I think, he is, I think, I think do, he would. Do, do the sad thing is, yeah, I'm not a sad thing is, yeah, 
I was I was supposed to say something. If I saw something from the public, how would I play it out? Would I would I would I would I be a fanboy? Would I would I try to be on the floor? You'd be on the floor shaking. Because I'm like, bro, I'm trying to be cool as shit. So the boy like, oh, he's a cool guy. Let's like let's be let's be boys. Let's let's be friends. It will happen. It will happen. But yeah, man, Swift throw. Yeah, but. Yeah. To be fair, all these all these players quality either Yami, Florian Ritz, Colin Gallagher, Smith Rowe, in the next two, three, four years, these are the players that you're gonna be looking at, like, wow, this is the future of football and it's come to premonition. These guys are incredible. Like all these ballers are incredible. Uh yeah, I forgot I forgot about Florian Ritz Newcastle. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What a guy, what a player. Olise as well. well also also nice funny, stuff, Ol- nice Olise, Eze, and Ovi Jara, they're all the same player to me. They're all the same players. Yeah, 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 nah, they're just they're just skillful young Nigerians. Skillful young yeah. Nigerians. Yeah. Yeah, who just don't yeah. play for Nigeria, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I I want to look and clap for yourself. Well done. Well done. <laughs> it, took you, it took you six years to realize you were going to get to the England squad. Congratulations. Oh then yeah. yeah. That's tough. You know, he's probably he's not even better than Victor Oshman. So. Okay, fair enough, right. man. Fair enough. But anyway, right, right. We, need, we need to end the podcast there. It's an hour twenty in. Uh, shout Jesus out Taddy Christ. for not showing up. We love you. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your mates staying over. I don't know what's going on there. Taekwondo, yeah. yeah. Uh, who else do we shout? Shout Nailan, obviously. We see you sharing our shit, Nailan. Like, yeah. don't think we're don't think we're ignoring you. We're out here. We're just we're just yeah, busy Nailan, right we now. love we, we love you really. Love yeah, you really. Doing well, uni work and that. So yeah. yeah, wish me luck this week. Got two projects and I'm going back to Aberdeen this weekend. So. Yeah. Hopefully it all goes well. Also, do it. Yeah, a little quick, quick, quick shot, quick little shot. For some free promo. If you're in Aberdeen Saturday night, go to Vibe. Wait, wait, which location? I don't know. I don't know the location, but shout. It'll be it'll be on my Instagram page. Yeah. Shameless yeah, plug, to... but I'll plug it in the description. Yeah. Yeah. It's that Vibe Aberdeen on Instagram, but yeah, it's been the Pace yeah. and Power Hour. I've been your host Samuel Uka, as per usual. I've been Abraham Adelua. What? 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 Adi, the... what? Oh my god, why what? did I vow? I nearly gave my full government, bro. Government, bro. <laughs> yeah, my name is Abram Luren. <laughs> oh my day, that's wild. Long day. Uh, yeah, and you've been listening to the Pace of Power Hour. Catch you guys next week. All right. Bye.